Okay, you guys, welcome back to the pod. Um, you know, I really feel like I need to come up with an intro, like something that I do every time. I'm I say this every time. I'm still thinking about it. I'm trying to think of one. Now's not the time to be thinking of one, is it? <laughs> Probably not. Um, okay, well, I'll say something I'm grateful for from the week, I guess. I'm grateful that... Yesterday, I got to go to Stephenville and go have dinner with my brother, and that was really nice, and I feel like I really needed that. Like, it was just nice to see him and, like, have something familiar and comfortable and just get to talk with him and hang out, so I'm really thankful for that. That was nice. I'm just thankful for our relationship. Shout out Colton. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll come up with a real intro for next time for you guys. Anywho, today's pod is, let me see what I titled it. Oh, <laughs> I called it Why Should I Pray? That's not very creative. I feel like I could think of something better. But honestly, I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about this week. And then I decided to do this one because honestly, this sounds horrible, but it's very honest. Um, I just like kind of forgot to talk to God this week. Like straight up was not talking to God very much. And I was kind of miserable. And I was like, why am I having such a horrible week? Like I'm not stressed. There's not a lot going on. I'm not busy. Like why am I so unhappy and discontent? And I was like, oh my goodness, when was the last time you've prayed? Like I just wasn't walking in relationship with the Lord and I wasn't speaking with him. And it like literally so exponentially impacted my week. I can't even like tell y'all how crazy it was to me that like once it clicked, I was like, this makes perfect sense. Like it's because I haven't been talking to the Lord. Um, and so then I was thinking, I was like, why don't I literally do this? as much as I possibly can and I was like well I feel like sometimes I just kind of forget why I should pray like I forget why I need to and so then I don't and then I'm miserable and I'm like okay sorry guys this is so inarticulate right now but anyway that's how I'm feeling is I was like I forget why I should pray and like the reason that we do it and so I just kind of like started looking over scripture and being like, okay, God, like, why do I pray? Why should I do this? Because I mean, clearly it makes such an impact on my life, but why? I like to know the why behind things. I think that's probably it. But anyway, so honestly, we'll just jump right in with, with some scripture um, because you can't go wrong with that. So First um, Thessalonians 5.17 literally says, pray continually, like straight up, like, honestly always pray and <laughs> um, there's another translation that says pray without ceasing and to us it's like well that's literally not feasible like how can I constantly be in prayer like I can't do that I'm so busy I can't just be praying to God all the time but honestly prayer is like an act of worship and so when you're doing everything unto the Lord like your thoughts become worship to him whenever they're honorable to him if that makes sense but so, like, it's not like you're constantly being like, God, this, God, I'm thinking this, God, hello. Like, it's just like the way that you think is so transformed because you're thinking in ways that are so honorable and bring glory to him that it, it does become an act of worship. It does become a prayer. Like, the state of your heart is a prayer to him always. Um, but also take that to mean, like, literally pray as much as you can. Like, pray continually, pray without ceasing as much as you can pray like do it honestly um there are so many times where something bad will happen or I'm frustrated by something or I feel like I need to rant and what do I do I pick up my phone and I text a friend and I'm like oh my gosh I have got to tell you this 
this is going on, la la blah, whatever. And it's like, why don't I go to the king first? Because he's the only one that can actually handle that and fix it for me and be there with me through it. Whereas like, yeah, it's nice to tell your friends and there's nothing wrong with that. And like, by all means do it. But going to the Lord first brings so much more contentment and peace and healing over situations. And so even when it's something good, like if there's something good, the first thing I should do should be in prayer to the Lord and thanking him for it. Um, that's so big too. It's like, you don't have to just go to God when things are bad. And I think I get so stuck in that is like, I'm praying a lot more whenever I'm unhappy. Um, cause I'm like, God, can you please do this? Please do this, please, please. And then things get good. I'm like, oh, I don't really need you as much anymore. Our relationship with the Lord is not a transactional relationship. It's not, I ask him for things and he gives them to me. Like we literally are friends. We have a friendship. And you cannot maintain a friendship with anybody without constant communication. And we're given an outlet to do so through prayer. So why would we choose not to? Is kind of my thoughts on that. And I mean, guys, I'm so guilty of this too. Like this is literally me. This was me this entire past week. Like, so it's, I'm speaking to myself right now as well. But yeah, so it's like, I don't know. Pray without season. Like in all that you do, be prayerful and be mindful that the Lord is there and he hears you. And he, I think also I forget, I'm like, I don't want to burden God. Like I was looking at my prayer journal the other day and one of them was titled, was like, hey God, it's me again. Still worried about this. Like, I, help me, please. And like, I was like, I'm sorry to keep bothering you with this. We're not a bother to him. Like he cares and he's in it with us and he wants to help us with it. And so I think it's so easy to be like, oh, I, I can't, I'm going to take a break from the praying today. Like, I've been praying too much. God's going to be annoyed with me. No, he's not. It's like when your friends apologize for talking about the same thing over and over. But they're your friends. You care about what they care about. So if they want to talk about it over and over, you're going to want to hear about it over and over. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm being so annoying. And you're always like, no, you're not. Like, keep talking. I love to hear about this. It's the same thing. Like, God loves to hear what's on our hearts. And he loves it when we turn to him. And so he wants us to come to him as much as we can, as much as we feel like we want to. Like, that's what he wants from us. And sorry, <laughs> I feel like I was talking quick. Um, and so really, it's just he wants to he wants to be your friend. He gives us and he gives us the opportunity to be friends with him and like wants us to talk to him. So why would we not? Um, the next verse I have written down is Philippians 4, 6, and it says in Thanksgiving, by prayer and petition, bring your requests to God, and he will guard your hearts and bring you peace. Um, and then in my Bible, like in the margins, I don't know when I had seen this verse, but I wrote, how kind is it that he promises peace and protection so long as we submit our desires to him? And so it's like, it is a promise. When we bring our requests to God, he's going to guard your heart and bring you peace. Whenever we lay it down and surrender it at his feet, he promises us peace. And so why would you not? Why would we hold on to all of these anxieties and these worries when we can surrender them to him and let him take care of them? When ultimately he literally is the only one that can take care of them, we can do nothing. Um, and I like the way that this verse starts. It says, in Thanksgiving. Um, I think that's not like why we should pray. It's more of how should we pray. But like humbly, come to the Lord humbly and be like, God, I am undeserving, but I know that you love me and I know that you can. And 
like thank you for that thank you that you want good things for me and thank you that you're going to give them to me um just like walking before him humbly I think is really big like I don't know uh, yeah that's what I have to say about that um sorry guys this is not super planned out and very well said but it's very real <laughs> and we love that okay my next verse was Matthew seven eleven, and it says that God wants to give good gifts to those that ask him. Like, he really does want good things for us, but how is he going to know if we're not asking for it? Like, when you're a kid and you want ice cream, your parents aren't going to give you ice cream unless you ask for it because they don't know that you want any. But if you ask for ice cream, they want you to have good things. They want you to enjoy the things that you have. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, let me give you ice cream. Also, though, I don't want this to be, like, misinterpreted. <laughs> Sorry, this is the analogy I'm thinking of. It's probably not great. Anyway, like, if your parents are like, okay, yeah, like, we'll give you ice cream because that's what you want, and it's a good gift, and you earned it, or you deserve it, and we want to give you good things because you're a child, and we love you, and we care for you. That's great. They're not going to give you ice cream every time you ask for it. Sometimes they're going to be like, you know what? You've had a lot of ice cream lately. Maybe let's have some vegetables today because we know what's best for you. And that's kind of the same thing with God is I think people are like, well, I've been asking God for this for so long. Well, just because you're asking for it doesn't mean that it's what he's going to give you because he is going to give you what is best for you. Um, but that doesn't mean that he's unkind. That actually is a testament to his kindness that he's going to give you not what you think you need, but not what you think you want but what you actually need that you don't know that you need because he is all-knowing so that's that but anyway Matthew 7 11 is basically just saying that God wants to give good gifts to those that ask him like he he desires to give us good things he cares about us and so why would we not bring those prayers and petitions before him um first John five fourteen says this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And I like that one because I think it's as if we ask anything according to his will. And so then so many times we pray like, God, can I please have this and this and this, but only if it's your will. And like, that's great, but it's almost kind of, I don't know, it feels almost manipulative. Like he knows what you want already. So ask him for it humbly and the more time that you spend with Jesus, the more that your will aligns with his and your desires would resemble his will for your life. And so when you're asking for things, you're asking with the confidence that he will give them to you because you know that it's what he wants for you. If that makes sense, it might not. That's just kind of what I was thinking whenever I read that verse. And also that verse makes me think, so it says, this is confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Like you have the authority of heaven in you. We have been given authority to ask God for things. Like he didn't say, all right, guys, y'all be on earth and I'm not, I'm not going to give you things if you ask for them. Like he's like, ah, sorry. It just, it's crazy. We have the authority to ask God for things and he wants to give them to us. And we can ask him for things confidently knowing that and be like, Lord, I am struggling through this so bad. Please give me peace. He wants to give you peace. He wants you to be so rooted in peace and joy. And so knowing that he wants good things for me makes me want to ask for them more because I don't feel ashamed to ask for them. I can approach him confidently knowing that he wants to give them to me. Um, 
My next point that I had was basically just that you literally cannot maintain a relationship with someone if you don't talk to them. Like, that's with any relationship. Like, a friendship, a relationship with your parents, a romantic relationship. Like, you can't know somebody and be known by them if y'all do not speak. It's not possible. And so why would we risk that with the king of heaven? Like, he gives us this opportunity to speak to him. Let's do it. And it's such a blessing that we can do that. And it's such a blessing that we live in a country where we do have like the free, the freedom of religion and we get to practice that and pray to the Lord. And yeah, so many times it just slips our mind and we forget to do it. Oh, well, I was a busy day and I forgot to pray. Pray as from, ah, like, sorry guys. I don't even know. I'm, I probably won't even post this. This one is not good. I'm literally just making noises. Um, but just Pray as much as you can. It's such a beautiful way to connect with the heart of the Father. And it's so taken for granted. And we are so blessed that we even get to speak to him. And yeah, that's what I have to say about that. So that was just kind of like my whys, why we should pray. Because God cares about us and wants to hear from us and wants to maintain that intimate relationship with us. And then... My next point is just kind of the answer to the question, how do I pray? Um, so I have, I'm just going to read all of Matthew 6, 5 through 14. Um, because that section of Matthew is titled prayer. <laughs> so, wow, how perfect. It says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And so, I mean, if you're just kind of like at a starting place and you're like, okay, how do I even pray? Like starting the Lord's Prayer is great. It is literally how God tells us to pray. So you can't go wrong with that. Um, and it's just... It's honoring God, your kingdom come, your will be done. I know that what you have planned is best for me, so what you want is also what I want. Um, on earth as it is in heaven, that's beautiful. Like, wow. Give us today our daily bread. Not praying in excess, not being like, God, please give me this and this and this and this, and I want this and I want that, and please, please, please. Like, give me what I need. Give me my daily bread. And tomorrow, I'm going to come to you again and ask for that daily bread again. But just give me what I need um, is good. And then asking for forgiveness. I think I really failed to do that a lot because, honestly, I'll be ashamed that I keep sinning in the same way over and over again. And I'm like, I'm so embarrassed that I have to keep asking for forgiveness about this, so I just won't. Or... I'll be like, well, I've already asked for forgiveness about this before, so God knows that I feel bad about it, and I'm just not going to ask him. But, I mean, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, ask for forgiveness. Like, 
and forgive us our debts, forgive us of our shortcomings, forgive us of the ways that we keep messing up. And so personally, like that's something I can work on more is just like continually asking for forgiveness for the ways that I fall short of the glory of God. Um, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I think that's really good, actually. Um, to pray to be delivered from temptation. Like, how much easier would your days be if you started it asking to not be tempted? Like, starting your day right on the right foot. Hey, God, please deliver me from temptation today. I don't want to fall into it. I don't want to deal with it. Please protect my heart. What? <laughs> like, wow. Way to start the day beautifully. Um, I think I've mentioned this in one of my other podcasts before, but something somebody told me one time that has always stuck with me is like, when you wake up in the morning before your feet even hit the ground, pray, just like as a way to start the day. And then throughout the day, as often as I think of it, I'll pray. Or like, this has been a new thing for me lately is like trying to take my thoughts captive. And so whenever I start spiraling about something, I've been trying to pray about it. Like, stopping the spiral with prayer I think is so big because think about it so if we have this is gonna be rant guys this <laughs> y'all this pot is not the best I've ever produced <laughs> but that's okay um so think about it if you have your little your little demon that's that Satan has assigned to you and he's like okay keep messing with this person and this is how you're gonna get to them you are I'll use myself as an example because it's easier to follow in its examples. So, you know what, little demon guy, you're assigned to Savannah and the way that you're going to get her to spiral is you are going to feed these lies to her that she is not good enough unless she's productive every single day and gets her entire to-do list done and has everything for the next three years perfectly in place and perfectly figured out. And you're going to whisper that to her every single day and she's going to freak out She's going to turn from God because she's going to be so overwhelmed and not know what to do with it. Okay, so that's happening, right? So I'm being, I'm have all these lies in my head. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm really spiraling. This isn't good. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so discontent. I'm so anxious. Like, what do I do? Flip it. Literally stop the spiral and start praying. Because you know what's going to happen then is the little demon's going to report back to Satan and be like, I keep doing all these things and it's not working anymore. Every time I feed this lie to her, she starts praying to God. He's not going to want to keep telling you the lie if every time he does it, it brings you closer to the heart of the Father. So it, it stops the lies, it stops the spiral, and it brings you into community with the Lord, which is so important. And that's just, it's just so, it's so crazy to me that we literally get to talk to the makers of the universe and we don't. Oh my gosh, you guys, that's insane. But so that's been something big for me is like stopping the spiral and stopping it with prayer. Or if I start thinking about something that I know is going to overwhelm me, then changing it, praying. Praying about something I'm thankful for or praying about the very thing that is stressing me out. Um, I don't know which is best, honestly, I'll be so real. I don't know which is like, oh, which one I should do, whatever, whatever. Like, I just kind of do both. Sometimes... If I'm, like, freaking out about marriage, whatever, whatever, I'll pray for my future husband. Sometimes if I'm freaking out about marriage, I'll pray for all of the good friendships that I have in my life that the Lord has blessed me with and thank him for those. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Also, literally, you can thank the Lord for so much. I think we forget so often about all that we have to be grateful for. 
but even the smallest triumph thank the lord for it because it would not be here if it weren't for him and it's such a blessing that he gives us good things and to honor him for that and just be so grateful and gratitude is so transformative like being grateful is so life-changing and so literally to remain in a constant posture of gratitude is huge and the lord honors that too and i think he blesses that um yeah, so this was, I didn't even realize I had this written down, but it says praying stops the cycle of what you're in. It destroys the lies, brings peace, and brings joy. That's so true. I didn't even realize I had written that, but that's what I just said. So I guess I really believe it. Anyway, also, like praying for people. Um, <laughs> guys, <laughs> was I going to say more? I sure hope so. Um, but like really praying for other people too. Like, if you're worried about someone or you know someone's going through something hard or they seem like they're doing great, but you thought of them today and you usually don't think about them, pray for them. Like, praying for people is so cool because you literally get to ask the Lord to bless them and you know that he wants to. It's literally the coolest thing. I don't know, guys. I just really feel like we are so, so blessed in the fact that we get to have such an intimate and close relationship with our Father and that he wants to hear from us and he wants to walk with us daily and he wants to provide for us and the way that he can do that is whenever we present ourselves to him vulnerably in prayer and so yep that's my that's my why should i pray podcast i really I really wish I had been a little more articulate, but I hope y'all enjoy it. I hope somebody gets something out of it. That's my prayer always, honestly. And y'all, I seriously am so grateful that y'all even listen to me speak because that is the coolest thing. Like, I really, really honor y'all for doing that, and I am so appreciative. And I hope y'all have beautiful weeks. And, um... <laughs> And I will be praying for you. <laughs> Thank you for listening.